Welcome to Potter Familias, coming to you from Fairhope, Alabama. I'm Todd Sylvester. I'm Stephen Sylvester. What's with the muscle shirt tonight? It's, it's just what I was wearing. <laughs> it's, the, it's nothing special. How often do you wear it? A lot. It's one of my favorite shirts. Is it to show off the tattoo or no? Just I no. Just I, curious. <laughs> I, I like Obviously it. I'm not around, I guess, often. I like well okay. So you wear it a I lot. should I should clarify. So at home, uh I'm very uh Chillaxed. what would you say? Bohemian in what I choose to wear. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But you're talking clothes though. You yeah, wear I clothes. wear clothes. It's just I don't wear much clothes when I'm at home. Okay. This is yeah. Well, look, I mean, if I'm being honest, it's like, that's, I don't know. It's my house. <laughs> Leave me alone. When the kids are asleep. If I don't want, yeah, of course. If I don't want to wear pants, then I'm not going to wear pants. Fair. So, yeah. That works. There you go, everybody. Too much honesty for Potter Familius today. And probably if people really are watching the videos, they're going to say, does Todd own anything other than a black t-shirt? No, you're too cool for different Let me explain. Shirts. I own five black t-shirts identical to these <laughs> so so they're justified in asking that question then is what you're yes. saying yeah. yes they are because also <laughs> i figure since we're doing the video of the podcast i don't want to be advertising stuff because you never know if oh, you can't have that logo on there and this way there are no logos that's fair black t-shirt and you know where i black got them still a choice though you know where I no, it wasn't really that much of a choice. Black I is was a choice. going shut up and listen. I was going through a bunch of boxes and stuff, and I found these five black t-shirts that mm. your sister bought for security detail for some like retreat or something. And I called her and I said, Hey, I found these five black t-shirts. She goes, You can have them. I'm like, score. Okay. They're fair all enough. going into my t-shirt See, drawer. You made it sound like you went to the store and you were like, all right, buying these black t-shirts. No logo. All of them. That, yeah. Oh, my, I was thinking like, why didn't you like, why? That's why black? I had to explain. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair enough. I understand. All right. We ready for the main thing? Yes. Um, is Let's that, do this. This one? I don't know. Yep. You said it. <laughs> I did. So yeah, here we go. Main thing. It's the main thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that one is louder than the other one. Did you have a different level when you were putting those things in there? Uh, I don't remember. You were bored? Yeah. So you're saying that I was what? An early, well, I originally, and I, I changed it. I was going to say that you were a Frisbee hipster, but I changed it because I knew you would too make, old? No, no, because I knew you'd make fun <laughs> of the term. So I think it makes more sense for me probably because... Uh, there's all these high school kids in the youth group and kids who've been through my program who are like, oh, have you ever heard of Ultimate Frisbee? It's amazing. And I'm like, <laughs> have you ever heard of Ultimate Frisbee? Yeah. A, a high school kid asked me that a couple of weeks ago. He's wow. like, have you ever heard of this game? It's wow. awesome. And I was like, I am quite familiar with that game. So I'm a hipster? Well, kind of. You would have been at the time because you Do probably I need a cool beard. Well, let me let me ask you this. So, Do was I need it, plaid shirts when you were in high school? Skinny jeans. Oh my gosh, leave me alone. <laughs> when you were in high school, did you know anybody who played ultimate frisbee? I'd never play? heard of the game until college. Okay, and when you got to college, what was that like learning it for the first time? It was annoying because I didn't like spirit of the game. 
Yeah, you've you've talked about that before. You think there should be refs? There but should be because it's dumb. That's that's your opinion. It, no, I'm right. No, it's just it, an opinion. It is totally subjective. The spirit of the game. Why are you pushing is, this? Is dumb. What's wrong with you? It will never get to a certain level without referees. You got to <laughs> have refs. Do they have refs now? No way, man. Do they have refs now? I totally the, didn't do that at the pro level. Do spirit they? Spirit of the game, oh my dude. Gosh. Yes, Never. we. I, I'm. I'm well aware of his criticisms, y'all. Well aware. We've talked about this before, but, but I loved playing. Right. I and absolutely loved. So playing. you're kind of a hipster because at that time in the late '80s, it wasn't a super popular nationwide sport. It was invented in Colorado, from what I understand, and it came from there and spread to the other parts of the country. I could be thank, wrong about thank that. Thank you, whoever made. Yeah, whoever it. made California, it. Colorado. I think the guys that invented it are still alive too. But I, I could be totally wrong. I know that it was invented at a college, and they used um, the same type of frisbee that we use to play it today. And they just invented the game, and it's changed so about a, a little bit. Seventy-five gram disc. Yeah, and by the way, while we're on the subject of ultimate frisbee, we have to say uh, discraft is far superior to whammo. Oh. Yes, change my far. mind by far change yeah, my in mind the comments let's whatever, go dude you're gonna craft is better Discraft is better don't even try so uh that's the only really strong opinion that i have about ultimate frisbee other than i love to play it so you played it uh and you were one of the early adopters yeah so starting in, in 1986 yeah and at that time they were still kind of decide whether it was supposed to be six on six seven on seven mm -hmm. and i think the size of the field was pretty much the same because you're using a soccer field, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I learned how to flick from... To throw a forehand. Yeah, so some friends who are from California taught me how to do that. That totally changed my game. Yeah. And then learning how to hammer and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, I've seen a lot of guys... Have you ever seen the chicken wing where you throw a forehand, but it's like this instead of throwing like this? I've seen it. I've never done it myself. I've never done it either. And it's a new thing that a lot of guys are doing in the game. Yeah, for for the short game, I guess it'd be pretty cool. I guess, because it gives you the height of throwing mm -hmm. a hammer, but you can also get around a defender. Do you uh, remember watching the video of that guy that was so good, he literally jumped over another player? Yes. I've also seen all the videos making fun of that video, which oh. there are lots of them. Yes, yes. Yeah. That was... Um, Still pretty cool. I don't I don't remember the guy's name, but this... Okay, so that, that gets into the reason why I'm kind of an early adopter of okay. Frisbee as well, is because... There was this huge movement to start playing Ultimate Frisbee that was based around the two guys from Brazil that we still know hey, at awesome. South Alabama here in our area. And they got it started. They had a bunch we of We can older, use their nicknames, right? Yeah. On the podcast? Rio yeah. and Bug. Rio and Bug. And they were just these, these guys are awesome. These unbelievable Ultimate Frisbee players. And they were also super strict. Like they taught everybody who came out to play at South Alabama. They and some of the old timers who'd been playing the game for a while, they taught everybody how to run a stack. They taught everybody how to defend properly. They taught everybody movement on the field, uh, how to, you know, read the disc. That was another big one. I learned mm -hmm. how to read the disc from Bug and Rio. Bug was famous for laying out, and he kept injuring himself. You remember that? Yes, very much so. <laughs> I think he was playing on two torn ACLs for a while there, which is crazy, or something like that. Some ridiculous injury where he just like offhandedly mentioned. They were great. Yeah, I'm playing on two torn ACLs. And we were all just like, you should probably go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, no, I'm good. Running. And he lays out again. Yeah. Yeah. So so I learned, I started, what, when I was like 14, 13 or 14? Yeah, about 13. And you brought me out there for the first time. So it was almost 20 years ago now. And... When you brought me out there the first time, I remember being really uncomfortable and being like, okay, this is like everybody's really good, blah, blah, blah. But within a couple of years, it was my sport. 
It didn't take you even a couple of years. Well, I mean, but in, I would in, say in about six months, you could truly chuck the disc and you were already fast. You were athletic. Hmm. It, the, the most annoying thing is when you get the people out there that can't catch. Yeah. Because for if you don't understand the rules, if you're throwing to a teammate and they drop the disc, it's automatically the other team's disc. It's a turnover. It's a turnover. And you'd get these kids that were they'd want to come out and play and you felt bad because they're they're wide open. And right. I mean wide open no one's covering them because you get double coverage elsewhere because they know it's useless you throw them the disc it's right in the zone yeah right in the and body you go like, okay like an alligator like an alligator use both hands sorry, my bad my bad it's like yeah we just worked that disc for seven minutes down the field and now yeah it is your bad you're really bad <laughs> and the guys who played at south alabama took it so seriously they would like scream at people for but, dropping the disc and, why are you well, playing if you and, are gonna drop the disc i'm not saying it wasn't justified it was just funny and i i grew to love the game and it's a great game oh my gosh we would stay out there for what over two hours sometimes just playing yeah. like two hours of actual playing time. solid Solid and because you, you'd always be subbing in if you couldn't breathe, you'd sub yeah. out. And, and you really couldn't breathe. And it's not when like soccer, if you sub out, you can still come back in. Yeah. And so there was a lot of camaraderie with people that were learning the game. There's always somebody who's at your level, too. So it was really fun to learn how to handle. Because at first, because I'm tall, everybody just wanted me to go to the end zone and then jump really high. Um, which worked a lot. Which did. And it, uh, there's, uh, there's another guy, I'm going to use his nickname, Big Nasty, who used to be out there. And we'd... <laughs> We'd battle it out in the end zone. You know who you are. Um, and he, there's, there's he, some elbows thrown. He's taller than me. So it is was he tough. Really? He is. He's taller than me by an inch. Wow. So he, um, it was tough in the end zone. If he got a better read on the disc, then I was normally just like, I give up. Like, I'm not going to try and out jump you. But, uh, but it was really fun. And then I got to learn how to handle, which is where you sort of sit back and do a lot more short throws in order to move the disc down the field with the other two people that are handling on your team. Ultimate's incredible. Like the flow of the game is so cool because it doesn't stop and start like football and a lot more stuff happens more quickly than soccer. So it's got the best of both worlds in that. In that and a lot way, more scoring. Opinion. A lot yeah. more scoring than soccer. A lot more scoring. So it's a really fun game. So the cool thing for me is now going out on an ultimate Frisbee field when I occasionally get the chance to do that because not a lot of people play around here anymore. I feel like an old timer because kids you are, are like, an old timer. Well, uh, you're almost 30. Fair. Thank you. Thank you for that reminder. What? Um, so kids are asking me, hey, how do you do that thing where you throw forehand? So I get to teach people how to throw forehand, teach them the rules of the game, blow them away by doing a crazy like lean to get around them when they're defending and then teach them how to count. So it's real. It's more fun for me now to teach other people the game that I love even than to play it, although I still love playing it. Oh my gosh, what an it, awesome It's super game. fun, and th I'm going to sound like a terrible person, but it it's great when everybody's at a certain level. Yeah. When it's just where it's a training session, mm -hmm. that is hard to go a long time. Sure, but as long as you understand that that's what it is, then it's fine. Like, I tried to play with my middle schoolers recently, and I say tried to, and I mean that. Like it was a an Did extra anyone score? Yes. Yeah. We. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, because it, it wasn't it gets dropped so many times. It does. It's like but, turnover, turnover, but, turnover, turnover. But I made it so that the uh, there was an incentive to throw to everybody on your team to make sure that everybody got it. What was the incentive? The incentive was this is the rule and you have to do it. Oh 
So <laughs> I'm so glad I was not there. Well, but it, it ended up died. working out. It was fine. And everybody had fun. Um, everybody I mean, had fun. I it, it wasn't super duper fun for me because I it is frustrating to watch people drop the disc over and over. Mm. But it was still it was fun to watch the kids learn how to play the game because after we'd been doing it for a little while, some of them really did start to get the hang of it. And That's then cool. then it was fun. That is kind of cool. Yeah. So I definitely miss playing uh, at the level that Bug and Rio's group were at, though, because, boy, we had some great. So if great you can find games. a place to play, we highly recommend it. Yeah, it's an incredible sport. Uh, if you all don't know anything about it, then uh, and this is the other cool thing is that now, even more so than when we first started playing at South, there are huge leagues with sponsors and stuff. Like That's You can cool. be a professional player and actually make some money. That's super cool. I think you have to travel quite a bit overseas, but you can do it. So get to the store, go online, and get yourself an ultimate disc. We highly recommend a discraft. Discraft is so much better. They are not sponsoring this podcast, but they are better. Really honest, (laughs) they really are. Yeah. And get yourself about a one seventy-five gram disc, and it's man, it's fantastic. It's incredible. And watch some YouTube videos on learning. Yeah, there's the rules. The rules are fairly simple. Once you once you pick it up, then you'll never want to stop playing. It's such an awesome game. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, good right. memories for the two of us too. Indeed, indeed. Are you tuned up? I am. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> so when I ask questions, <laughs> you can lie. You can just the words came out of my mouth before I had really thought that. Through. I am not. <laughs> I am pausing as I say. <laughs> I'm sorry. I lied. I lied to everyone. <laughs> Oof. That's close. That B string's close. Those were not close. <laughs> All right, here we go. What Ready? you got? What you got for us? What is this? You didn't even say what the title is. Oh, I'm sorry. This is called Counterclockwise. Thank you. I'm going to back this up. Here we go. You said we need to pause. I felt you hit rewind. You might as well have thrown me then and there to the curbside If trying to move forward, I left my past behind And now you go and say that you just need to take some time Counterclockwise, how can it only take but a moment for years to disappear For you to realize counterclockwise Did you know the hands on the clock were moving backward for so long? Don't you apologize counterclockwise? I watched us breaking down while the seasons ticked away. I'll be honest, I ignored it cause I wanted you to stay. The minutes felt like hours, every second spent with you. Now I wonder how long it'll take for you to be with someone new counterclockwise. How can it only take but a moment for years 
to disappear for you to realize counterclockwise. Did you know the hands on the clock were moving backward for so long? Don't you apologize counterclockwise? Counterclockwise. How can it only take but a moment for years to disappear? For you to realize counterclockwise. Did you know the hands on the clock were moving backwards for so long? Don't you apologize? Counterclockwise. Counterclockwise? It's talking about how, uh, like, the whiplash that you get from a sudden end to a relationship. It sounds painful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Potter Familius. Do all the things. Yeah, subscribe and stuff. And all that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>